Hello, this is Michael Fanning with the Windermere Coaching Minute. This is our short-form podcast where we'll be interviewing Windermere agents who bring creative ideas, power strategies, and successful routines to light, all in creating epic client service and work-life balance. Enjoy the podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning, and this is the Windermere Coaching Minute, where we like to bring creative strategies and ideas to light from our Windermere network, our Windermere footprint, if you will. And today, I am super excited because I have Mark Chavez with me. Mark, how are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Oh, I'm I'm excited. You know, I got to say, uh, Mark, I met you. It was, two, that was 2000. What year did you do Ninja? Was it 17 or 18? Uh, 17. It was, 2000. I think, a month after I started... I started uh, in real estate. That's right. And I remember, and I remember, and you know, I'm going to say this because, uh, you know, when we teach Ninja and we've taught so many classes and you see a lot of people that come through the, the program and I can always tell when there's somebody who just uh, like, okay, they're going to, they're going to take off running um, because of the amount of detail that you requested when you were in Ninja and the question that you had. So um, I'm just delighted that now here we are in 2021 and you're on the podcast and we're going to talk about uh, how you leverage your success in real estate. So uh, the listeners hopefully are going to get some nuggets and some good information from you as we move forward. But thank you for being on. Oh, of course. Of course. This is uh, really great. And I'm excited to be able to share, you know, uh, the little bit that, 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 that I have learned and was able to implement to uh, get things moving in the way that, that I wanted them. So this is great. So I just a couple notes here. So uh, you started late 2017. And then um, you, you, you kind of were up and running in 2018 uh, with your business, right? And at that yeah. time, in your first year, you did what you say it was eight, eight total transactions. Yep. So I did eight the first year, and then I was able to double it the next year. So let's talk about that just for a second. So how were you able to go? How were you able to double it? What, what, were, what, what, what are some of the things you realized really quickly were like, okay, this stuff works and I'm going to keep doing this? Well, for, first of all, so I started at uh, September of 17 and I spent you know, the remainder of that year really focusing on you know, one, learning, you know, learning the business because when you take those courses, you don't learn the business. <laughs> right. You know? You just don't. So, I, you know, I spent that that last quarter of the year really learning the business. I think a month after I, I got into real estate, I uh, signed up for the Ninja class. And that was a lot. You know, that was it a, is a lot of information. Yeah, a lot of information, but a lot for me to bring back, you know, after that week. And I was like, oh, I got to implement this. I got to learn this. Got to do this. Got to do this. Set up all my processes, you know, especially with the Ninja 9. I think that was the best advice. I mean, I can scrap everything else and say that was the most important thing because it gave me 
a, a, a path, a process for me to follow. I'm like, this is what you need to do every week. Even if it's not every day, but it's like, this is what you need to do every week in order to get, uh, you know, to get your business up and running. Um, but that first quarter was, you know, really mastering the Ninja 9, doing that and setting up all of my procedures and processes and reports and meeting with, uh, you know, Bob Williams, who does, you know, um, who helps with the tech side in our office. Right. You know, his advice was, Mark, you have great processes, set them up to where they're scalable and you can easily teach someone. And, you know, I do have a background in, in you know, in corporate management and, and Six Sigma. So I get it. And I did that. And I was like, okay, cool. Let me just set all this stuff up this way. And every time that I did that, he's like, yep, set it up this way, you know, make sure that it's easy for you to train someone. And that really set me up to start the following year, 2018, with just focusing on clients, getting clients, working with clients, working with the transactions, and not have to worry about what do I need to do? What's the process that I have to do here? So that was really, really helpful. And I think that that just kind of helped me set the foundation to move forward. Well, and I remember you and I met uh, a little bit after you did uh, Ninja. And one of the things that I, and I would love for you to kind of just give some in-depth on this is that your database management, um, when you showed me how you manage your database and then your Excel spreadsheet where you were doing proper reviews and just how you uh, manage your notes, you really have that down to a system. Um, talk to me a little bit about that because that was really impressive when I saw that. Because one of the things I see, maybe the listeners that are listening today is sometimes I see people struggle. They know what the, when we say Ninja 9, they know the things they need to do, but they don't really manage that database so that they can work smarter, not harder. Yeah. And you really did that. I mean, I was, I was incredibly impressed uh, by just how you had it down to a system. Yeah. You know, uh, first of all, I do want to, I do want to recognize that not everybody knows Excel period then and then not everybody knows it as well as I do so that was a big benefit um, but being able to put my database into a spreadsheet and being able to really figure out and sort what people uh, um, which individuals I needed to do a um, unsolicited CMA for, for that month, kind of, you know, grouped it, made it smaller. I was able to sort it as to, okay, which ones are my friends, which ones are people that I already have a relationship with that I feel confident saying, Hey, look, I'm in real estate. Let me do this property evaluation for you, get this out to you. And then also being able to manipulate it to where um, Excel auto populates information from a database, I think was very, you know, pivotal and me being able to, to get quite a few out. Um, the one thing that I always tell people is setting out an, an unsolicited CMA, it's like sending out your resume. It's mm-hmm. not the, here's the final number of what your house is worth. It's here's a rough estimate of what your house is worth, but I haven't been through your house. I don't know what changes you've made to the house that may impact the value on a positive or in a negative way. Or, or what you haven't been able to do that has been issues to the house, but it's an invitation to a phone call. Let's start a conversation. Let me go out there and, and see your house and then really be able to give you an opinion of what your house is worth in that, uh, you know, in that time. Right. Um, 
and it's 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 gotten really good. I mean, I, I the way that I do them is I set them up, and I can do I think it was about uh, maybe eight to ten in an hour. So that that, wow. that makes it that's yeah awesome. pretty quick. Yeah, I mean that's and, and that and that's the thing, and that's what I I, I guess my point is uh, for the listeners is you know, uh, having systems and, and I love it. You said it, I mean, maybe, maybe Excel isn't something that you're great at that you've figured out, but figure out what works for you and how you can manage your database. And I love the fact, the detail that you put into looking at your database, you know, in Ninja, we teach the ABCs, Ds, um, but you know, what, what is the quality of your database? So who are the people that know you well, where you can immediately start doing those types of reviews for? Who are the people you need to work on and maybe you need to increase your flow with so that you can become more a top of mind awareness with them? So when they do receive a proper review, they're more, uh, you know, likely to, uh, you know, do a deeper dive with you on it. I mean, but you were able to kind of map that out so you could, you could make your effort give you the highest return. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, you can send a lot of these out to people that you don't they're like, who is this person? You know, yeah. you know, why are they sending me, you know, such personal information, but if you send it to people that, you know, you already have that relationship. So there's a bigger probability for them to reach out and be like, Hey, I got it. Can we talk about this? You are completely wrong because I remodeled my kitchen. <laughs> I've added to the house. And then it's like, perfect. Well, let me go walk through it. So, yeah. You know, so, um, I could really give you a good, a good valuation on your home. So, you know, I, I think for them to reach out, it, it, it's just, you know, what you want. That's what you want to achieve to be able to start that conversation. Exactly. Well, and the other one too, is I know uh, you sent me a photo not too long ago of you doing all the birthday cards. Um, yes. Yeah. Tell me about that. I mean, that that's also, you know, working smarter, not harder and uh, just getting it set up. Uh, what, what do you do there? So, Okay, so with the Ninja Nine, you know, we're supposed to send out, you know, a, a couple of cards um, every day or, or right, yeah, two a day, you know, two a day. And one of the things that I do is like, well, I know I need to send out birthday cards. So what, you know, so what I do is at, at the end of the month, I sit down and I go through all who everybody who I'm going to send a birthday card to for the following month. I write the card, and they're pretty much already written, sealed. And what I do is I address them, but at the top where the stamp goes, I put the date of their birthday. So I know when they need to go out. And then I put the stamp right over the date. Oh, that's awesome. Nobody sees it. And then <laughs> it's ready to go out. The other thing that I've done with them is I've in, um, had custom cards made for myself. So they're branded in the back. So I don't have to include a business card in them. And I printed a uh, a QR code in the top half of the card. So it says, you know, please scan me. When you scan that, it takes them to a video of me playing happy birthday for them on the piano. Oh, I love it. And I got to say, I got, I got a, uh, you playing happy birthday on the piano and it was awesome. So I love that. So when they scan the QR code, it's you doing happy birthday. Yes. So that way that, you know, they're all set up so I can have about, you know, 40, 50 cards ready to go for that month on top of other cards that I'm, that I send out, you know, I'm thinking of you, uh, but at least, you know, that takes care of the birthday uh, celebrations and I've gotten really good response. Uh, people actually even post them on Facebook. They're like, what is this? I got a written card, you know, hadn't written card in the mail for my birthday. I haven't had those in years. So they even post those on Facebook. So it's really good to to see that, you know, I'm standing out in, in the, especially in today's, 
you know, cyber world, of everybody's like, oh, happy birthday. Like, 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 like. <laughs> so, exactly. uh, so that's, that's been really great. Very well received. I've been doing that uh, for a few years and, you know, people look forward to those cards. And then I know the other thing that you do um, is that your processes, when it comes to working with buyers, working with sellers, you have that pretty dialed in as well, don't you? Yeah. You know, one of the things that, so, okay, well, first of all, we don't need to, to, to invent the wheel because it's already been invented. And it's, I'm always looking at how do I make that process super easy to where I don't have to think about what needs to be done, but also what's going to make me stand out. And one of the things, you know, so I set up my process, right? You know, so I get a, I, I get a lead, I talk with them, have them fill out a, let's say it's a home buyer, home buyer questionnaire. Uh, that's on my website. Mm-hmm. They fill that out. That comes to me. I get all of their information even before our initial meeting. And by the time that we meet, I already have all the information, what they're looking for, what the criteria of their home is. Um, I've already done a property search for them. So when we are in our initial meeting, I can say, thank you. I have a few questions from the questionnaire that you completed that I need to get some clarification on. And based on what you've provided and what you're looking for, these are the amount of houses or, or you know, condos, whatever that are out there. Um, is this what you want? You know, sometimes we get two, mm-hmm. sometimes we get 50 and it's like, all right, let's narrow this down a little bit more. So when we initially meet, I'm already working with them. Right. So I've already done work. I've already done research. The other thing is, once we get past that stage and we have their initial meeting, they agree that we're going to work together. We've gone over the contracts, how I get paid. Um, I will send them uh, the, uh, you know, the, the disclaimers, um, get all that stuff, get the contracts and out to them. And I also put together their buyer kit. So when I put that buyer kit together, I just kept on thinking about Apple. It's they make their packaging feel like a gift. Exactly. So I'm like, well, you know what? They paid thousands of dollars for marketing research of how could they can enhance their, their packaging. And it's like, might as well leverage off of that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of did the same thing. You know, I have my, my home buyer box. It's got several items in it. And when I work with them, it's either it's a in-person presentation or I'm sending it to them via mail, you know, because of COVID. Um, it's like Christmas, you know, you're getting a gift. So they open it and they have all these cool things, these job aids, you know, these resources to make them much savvier buyers. And that has been received very, very well. I've gotten some great feedback from that. And I think stuff like that is, you know, get the process in place. Everybody gets this and, you know, it's a, it's a memorable experience. And then when they talk to other people, they're like, yeah, we got this. Didn't your agent send it to you? They're like, <laughs> What are you talking about? Uh, I mean, those thoughts, you know, great to hear comments like that. Yeah, well, and you do that. And I know that too, because um, I remember uh, that you shared with us, you also do that with your sellers as well. Yeah. So you have a seller box that, and you also, you were putting a book in there too, I believe for, yes. for your sellers. Yes. So I do put a book in there because, you know, sellers doesn't mean that they're selling and not buying into their home. And the sellers could also be that, you know, they haven't bought something in 20, 30 years or they're relocating to a new place. Um, so the book I put out there is the Confident House Hunter uh, by Dylan Chalk, and which I personally 
believe that that should be part of the curriculum to be able to get a real estate license. Um, so I believe that all brokers should read that. And I do give that to all of my clients. I, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll put a link to that book in the show notes, but I, I love that too, um, because it, I saw that book. I actually have a copy of it. I think you gave me a copy of it. And uh, it's amazing just the information in that book that just uh, allows for a home buyer or even a home seller to just really understand everything that goes on. Because he was, a, he was a, a home inspector, right? Yeah, he's still an active home inspector here in Seattle. So, um, you know, when I first read it, it was just like, duh. I mean, that just makes sense. But, you know, the best part is, and, and what I've experienced is, you know, I, I give it up to the clients. Um, it's a super, super easy read. And it was so awesome when I got one back from a client. It was tagged left and right. It had notes everywhere. I was like, oh, my God, he really went through it. But the best part was when we did the home inspection, the buyer was speaking to the inspector like they were colleagues. Yeah, I love it. And yeah. I just thought, I'm just like, oh, you know what you're buying. You know, you know what questions to ask. You understand, you know, when they tell you not to worry about this crack, worry about this other type of crack. It's like, oh, yeah, I got it. I read that in the book. Totally got it. Now I see the real example. So stuff like that makes me feel really, really confident with, all right, they know what they're buying, you know, and, and, and they're, they're pretty savvy about yeah. that, too. Well, and I love it. You're you're becoming a resource, uh, and you're helping people get more educated. And uh, you know, one of the things we talk about in Ninja is having people have confidence and clarity. And I think you know, when 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 we know more, we do better. And so uh, you're providing great value right up front and giving them a resource that can allow them to be more confident in the process. And also, it puts a lot of confidence. They put a lot of confidence confidence in you, and that you're supplying that information. Because so many times I see that people think that you know, a buyer packet or a seller packet is just some leaflets in a, in a, you know, in a folder with their business card about, you know, market share and, and, and uh, what's going on in the market when the reality of it is there's so many moving parts to this business that the more you can educate your clients so that they can make solid decisions, uh, you know, down the road, the more likely are you, are you are to get referred because you're going to make me look good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is so true. And, and that was one of the things, you know, I've seen a lot of buyer presentations, seller presentations, and I'm just like, you know, how am I going to compete with all these people that have, you know, 20, 30 years on me with experience. Right. And, and they have a name, they have a reputation. Um, but at the same time, I approached, as I was putting all of my stuff together, I approached it from the point of, I remember when I bought my first place and it's like, what did I wish that I knew or that I had back then and be like, all right, how do I provide that? How do I give, you know, buyers and sellers that additional information to say, got it. I remember this from 20 years ago when I bought, now it's a refresh or the market has changed. This is what needs to be done. Or I never knew I bought a house before, but I, you know, I bought it and there was all these issues with it. I wish I would have had this information. Right. Well, and I bet, and I bet too, and, and I'm just assuming, but because you have the process, because the way you show up and the information you provided, I don't think anybody ever probably ever said to you, well, how many years have you been in the business? No, no, I, I have not had that, that question asked, um, you know, and I was all prepped, ready, ready to go. I'm like, ready to know, go for it. I already had the answer. It's like, <laughs> is somebody ever going to ask me? So I guess I could have, you know, share my answer. Yeah. Um, well, but, what would you have said? <laughs> Well, true. I have, you know, at that time I had not been on the sales side, but I have been on the bot on the um on the flipping side. 
Yes. So my dad was a con- was a general contractor. So I used to buy houses with him, and we used to redesign them and flip them and sell them. So you know, I do have that experience, and I have a degree in interior design. So all of these years that I've worked in the past in real estate, it just was not on the sales side. Um, so I'm just like I'm, I'm ready ready to share that, but. <laughs> <laughs> hasn't hasn't happened right um, well and then i think and to my point is that when you show up and provide value and you're you're making it about them and you're providing uh, great information um your your process and the stuff you give actually does all the speaking for you yeah and you know what the experience has just been phenomenal so you know like you said so i started late 17 my first year in 18 um I did eight transactions. I doubled it 19. And then, you know, 2020 happened. Yep. And, you know, March, I think it was like, you know, I, I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? Do I need to get a second job? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I mean, that was real. But I, you know, 2020, 90% of my business came from referrals. I love that. And I did much better in 2020 than I did 2019. Yeah. And, you know, my husband was asking, he's like, how did you pull that off? I was like, <laughs> I, and I really had to sit down and kind of think about this and be like, you know what? These are, I got referred from friends mm-hmm. who've seen my work. I've got referred from past clients. So this had been what, two years worth of clients? Yep. So past clients and neighbors who saw me working some crazy hours and, you know, they'd see me at the grocery store, they'd see me going to the mailbox or, you know, how are you doing catching, you know, catching up, you know, uh, social media. And I'd be like, Oh, I'm busy. This is what's happened. They're like, yeah, we see your posts. We see that you're doing well for buyers and sellers. So just being connected and people seeing what I'm doing, they're just like, Oh, he's doing well. And they've seen my stuff. So, you know, a big, big thanks to, to, you know, to everybody who's, who's helped me this last year with all these referrals. Um, also, you know, agents that I've connected with that I've met through the symposium that I've mm-hmm. met through, you know, Ninja that I've met through other networking events, also sending me referrals from, from, you know, from out of state, all of those really helped me survive 2020. And of course, you know, I'm telling my assistant, I was like, yeah, 2020 was good. And that was through a pandemic. You're like, 2021, <laughs> bring it. Yeah, bring it on. Well, and, and you know, and what I want to do, I want to take a quick break. So I want to come back because you said assistant, I want to talk about that. But the other thing too, I, I will say, and just a side note here, is that when you talk about networking, that's the other thing too, that I, I find uh, great of what you do also is that, you know, you're such a go-giver. So um, when I see systems or things that you're doing and I say, hey, you guys should contact Mark Chavez because he's got this system. I always hear people respond back and go, wow, he was so gracious in showing me how to do this or helping me with that. And I think that goes a long ways. I think, you know, this business, you know, we can't go at it alone. And the more that we network with our fellow colleagues, with people that are in our industry outside of where we work, uh, the better it is across the board for us in terms of building business, because, you know, you want to work with like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and it's great. And, you know, and please, you know, continue to, to have people reach out to me. It's been so great, um, you know, to be able to bounce off ideas or for someone to reach out. I had a transaction um, in Renton on a condo that closed deal went well a month or so later 
there was an agent that reached out to me and she's like, Hey, she says, I want to talk to you about your condo. That's all just want to get some information, you know, how, you know, level of interest and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, and, she, and she says, she says, Oh, I follow you on Instagram. I think it was or Facebook. And I'm just thinking, okay, that I mean, at first it was like, that's a little odd. Cause I don't know you. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, she says like, you know, Michael Fanning, um, uh, uh, I think she took Ninja with you. Yes. It's like here. And she sent me photos of, of uh, my, I think it was my buyer. Yeah, yeah, you have, yeah. Yeah. You have a slide in Ninja. Yeah. So she showed me some, some flyers of, uh, so I mean, showed me some pictures of my buyer and seller presentation. She goes, I love this. And then the other day, there was another agent that I was working with in um, Corey. Uh, she's up in Spokane. She sent me a picture. She's like, yep. She goes, you're on the big screen. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's good to have that. But at the same time, it's really good to be able to help someone, especially uh, someone who's gone through Ninja. They're like, does this really work? Right. And, you know, they reach out to me and yeah, I'll share it. I'll tell you, you know, this is what's worked for me. And if this can help you, great. And then we have that relationship. So, um, you know, if if I need help with, with uh, a, a transaction or with a client somewhere, I now have that that network of um, of colleagues that I can reach out to. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. All right, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back. I want to talk about your assistant because uh, your assistant, not only your assistant, is also a family member. Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Sounds right good. Back. Hey everyone, this is Michael Fanning, and with me is Eric Thompson. We're with Windermere Coaching. We thought we'd take just a moment to let you know a little bit about maybe how to get your feet wet into coaching with Windermere Coaching through the Windermere Path. Eric, tell us a little bit about the Windermere Path. So the Windermere Path gives you a call every week. You can join live or you can watch the recording. One of three things happen on those calls. You get a specific lesson that's taught by you, Mike, by Doug Simcock, by me, or Nick Hansen. The second thing that happens is we do live interviews with your Windermere colleagues. So you can hear right from them about how they are implementing all the tools that we teach them in coaching so that you can be inspired by their story. The third thing that happens is you get to ask questions of us, things that are happening in your business right now, in your world, we help just to keep you on the, on the ninja path. Hey, Eric, it sounds like a lot of great content. So listeners, if you're interested in finding out more about the Windermere path, simply go to windermerecoaching.com click on the explore button, give us your name and your email address, and we'll get back to you with all the information you need to get started on the Windermere path. Thank you so much. And we'll return you to our content. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Windermere Coaching Minute. And I'm here with Mark Chavez, and we've been talking about processes and systems. Um, but one of the things, Mark, uh, is you now have an assistant, correct? Yes, I do. And so uh, when did when did you hire your assistant? What was the, what, when was that in 2020? 2020. So at the end of the, uh, of the big pandemic year. Yeah. So. And um, your, your assistant is your sister. sister. Correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that is. So what was she doing before she was your assistant? So she was in school full-time um, studying. Uh, so pre-med. Mm-hmm. And she had just gotten her first job um, as a property manager. So um, got her first job and she was working as a property manager. Then two months into the job, they let her go because the owner of, um, of, of these apartment complexes um, 
decided to sell some of her assets. So her boss was going to take her position. Oh my gosh. Wow. So of course it's like, what? Well, I'm not losing my job. You're the last one hired. So you're gone. So, you know, it, it, it was tough during the pandemic. So, you know, for her to get another job and, you know, and find housing. So I was like, Hey, you've always wanted to move to Seattle. So she was in LA. Okay. And her, her family and my mom, they all relocated up here in September and she started working for me. I think, I think they moved up here Wednesday and Monday. She was working for me as my assistant. Um, well, yes. and you know what, I want to ask this. So we have a lot of people probably listening right now that, um, you know, a lot of times I hear people say, well, you know, you got to be in the business for a while before you hire an assistant. And, you know, here we are, you started in 2017. Here we are now, 2021. In 2020, you hire an assistant. Tell me, um, what did you feel an, what an assistant was going to be able to do for you with your business in terms of proficiency, in terms of, uh, you know, increasing the business that you do? Tell me a little bit about that. So a few things with that. One is, you know, so I've been working a lot of hours, you know, since I started. I think I've been averaging since I started in 2017, about 70 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And um, one was, okay, well, if I hire an assistant at some point, I'll have more of that work-life balance. Um, so I don't have to work as much. And second is I wanted to spend less time doing the paperwork and more time with the clients, whether it's showing houses, whether it's uh, getting new clients, um, uh, new listings, working on the listings, whatever it is, I wanted to spend more time with the clients because that's the part that I really enjoy. And bringing her on board has been really, really great. And, you know, and it's an investment. Right. Uh, but looking at it, I started at the beginning of 2020 thinking, okay, you know what? Do I get an assistant? What does that mean? So I started kind of doing my research. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, towards the, you know, end of the year when I figured I'm like, okay, cool. I don't need to get a second job. You know, real estate is still going well, even during the pandemic. All right. I think I'm ready for an assistant. And then when she lost her job, it was just perfect timing. I'm like, well, I know how she works. I know where she lives. <laughs> uh, you know, she is family. It's going to be a little weird, but I think it'll work out well. And I decided to bring her on. Um, when I brought her on, I was paying her, um, you know, just a hourly rate, you know, 40 hours a week. This is what you were going to make. This is what your job, you know, here's the structure of your job. This right. is what you need to do. Unlicensed assistant. So pretty much admin, admin work. Um, then, you know, I told her, I said, I need you to get your license. So she worked through the last quarter of the year to get her license. She got her license at the beginning of January, which was perfect financially for me because then I switched her pay. Yeah. So she no longer went from an hourly employee. She was now a, uh, contractor, um, and she's part of my team. So she's now, uh, a licensed assistant. And the best thing about it is that she gets paid when I get paid. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. You were telling me kind of how she, how she looks at the the pipeline now. Yeah. So, you know, the other day we were having a conversation and well, first of all, when we started with this whole thing, it's like, she's like, okay, so she's kind of looking at my pipeline. She's like, okay, cool. So we're going to get paid on these months. And then she's, you know, I think this was like in April. She's like, Oh, we need to get more clients. 
because I just realized that we need to get them under contract, you know, in April, May to be able to close in June to get a paycheck. Right. And I said, exactly. <laughs> You're understanding now. Exactly. So, you know, now we might get one month where it's a big windfall because we had, you know, four or five deals close. And right. it's like, yep, you can't spend that money because money needs to go into savings account taxes. You need to pay the rent for X amount of months. You need to have reserve, blah, blah, blah. And now she's like, all right, we're slacking. We're slacking. We need to get more clients. Uh, you know, who else can we help? So it's, it's a big incentive for her and for me to be like, all right, cool. You know, what other first time home buyers can we help? How many people that we know that may, may be in a time in their life that they're ready to sell their home, to relocate, to retire, to downsize, to upgrade with the interest rates being so low. So now she's looking at what are the opportunities here that we have? Right. And, and it's been great, you know, because she keeps me on track. I am taking a little bit more time off from working, but just, you know, which is another benefit to having her here. Cause I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go practice the piano while she works. Yeah. And I don't feel guilty about it, you know? Um, but it's been really great. You know, there's had some challenges um, where I thought my processes and my procedures were kick-ass and we're like, yes, got them down. But now as I'm trying to teach someone, I'm like, oh, that's not clear. All right. How do I make that clear? So we work together in, 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 in improving those procedures and those processes. And she doesn't have to ask me, you know, where is this client? Where are they in the pipeline? Where are they in the process? Have we reached out to them or not? Um, all of it is available, you know, for her to see and understand. You know, like last night, I got two new clients and it's like, here, they submitted their home buyer questionnaire. We got to, you know, set up their profile. We got to set up a meeting. She's taking care of all of that today. And I love it. And that's, that's one of the things I'd love our listeners to hear that is, you know, we know, uh, you know, when we teach Ninja, there's the working in and working on your business. And what we find is that the agents that really uh, get s systems in place uh, and are able to work, you know, uh, in their business or excuse me, uh, on their business with their clients and have that client time is really where your best effort is spent. And uh, the fact that you now have an assistant that can say, okay, run the, run the tasks that are associated with this transaction, but I'm going to be the person that's engaging with my client. And I think the combination of those two, that's where we see agents really take their business to the next level and actually increase their business, but also not working more hours, like you said. Yeah. I mean, it's been, it's been really great. I mean, having that balance. And then of course, you know, my mom is here living with us now and, you know, there's some health, you know, complications there, but it's like, it gives us as a family and it gives me more time to spend with her and to go be able to do things with her because I do have that flexibility. And if I'm out, you know, with mom, something happens, you know, Joanna's back at the office and I'm like, Joanna, I need you to run these, you know, a client just sent this information on this property, please run comps find out, you know, when the offer review date is and all of that. And I can still continue to spend my time, uh, you know, with, you know, with my mom. So that I think is a big win for me um, on, you know, the benefit that I get from it. But it's like the clock doesn't stop. My availability, availability with my clients is still there. Yeah, because exactly. it's not like, oh, I can't do this right now. It's like there's two of us who can get it done for you. No, I think that's I think that's terrific. So let me ask you this, uh, Mark, if you if, if for listeners right now, if somebody's sitting there and they're they're new 
or they've been in the business for a while and they don't have an assistant yet. Is there any advice you would give them uh, just in what you've learned and how you've kind of gone through the process? And, you know, obviously there's things that you learned that you wouldn't do again. And there are things you've learned that you wish you had done sooner. What might those be? Well, first of all, um, I, I would say if you're starting into the business, you need to know that you're going to commit to this business and you're going to work a lot harder than when you were working for somebody else because it's not just a job. It's like you are starting your own business. So you're responsible for everything and you need to work hard at it and stay consistent with it. And it's always just the working smarter versus harder because there's so much that needs to be done. I mean, there's so much on your plate that can easily be overwhelming, but if you have a process down, you don't even have to think about it. You're like, okay, cool, got a lead. It's a buyer seller, perfect, take them down this. There's a checklist. This is everything that needs to be done and you don't have to stress about it. Yep. So getting the process in place, I think it's really, really great. You know, once you have those procedures in place um, and your business is doing well, in terms of the assistant, I think it's really, you know, what works for everybody. But for me, it was, I need somebody who can do all the paperwork because I'm much better at getting, uh, getting clients and uh, and working with them, you know, and working with the clients. And I guess not better, but just it's I. That's the part of the business it's, it's that where I like you the best. Excel. Exactly. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. That's yes. where I excel. So I'm like, you know what, Joanna? I just need you to do the paperwork. This is what you need to do. And I've taken her with me when she's first started um, to shadow me, home inspections, well inspections. Let's go tour homes for her to understand what's happening on that end. So when she's doing the paperwork, she's like, got it. Now I know, you know, this is why you're doing this. So there's some, you know, some experience behind that as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, t t the advice is you're going to work a lot more than when you thought to really make this successful and you have to be available a lot. Um, there's been times where I have not picked up the call um, because I've been busy and they ended up going with somebody else mm -hmm. or I wasn't available. So this really gives me the availability to, to be there for my, for my clients. Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. And uh, I would just say that, um, you know, the process when you, you know, you, you took Ninja right away, you jumped in the Ninja, you learned that process. And then also too, I mean, how much did you learn? Just, I mean, you got Joe Easterday as your broker, who's tremendous, tremendous guy, but you know, you've got a lot of knowledge in your office as well. How much of that did you kind of uh, pick up off of, of fellow agents that stepped up to help you to kind of get you to where you are? Oh, I can't even quantify that, you know? Um, and I, and I really can't because in our office, it was interesting because when I first started, right. Uh, they're like, you need to put your buyer packet and your listing packet together. I'm like, what is that? Uh -huh. You know? And there were so many agents in my office are like, here, take a look at mine here. Take a look at mine. You know, it's okay. Look at my process, look at my website. And everybody was so willing to share all of that from the get-go. And I'm thinking, wait, aren't we all competing against each other? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, you're, you're sharing your secret sauce with me. It's kind of how it felt. Yep. Um, but it was just so awesome. You know, Joe is just phenomenal. He is amazing. Uh, you know, I'm really glad that I'm in his office, but, you know, uh, also a big kudos to all of my colleagues they are just 
constantly willing to share. And, you know, we have an accountability group that we meet every other week and we share a lot of the stuff of what we're doing and we bounce off ideas. I'm like, here's my new website. Here's my new guide. Can you please review? Give me good, bad, ugly feedback. How do I make it better? And we do that. You know, we, we share, we critique, we help each other. And that has just been phenomenal. So, and even with the agents, you know, that, that you've asked to reach out to me uh, from Ninja, you know, same thing. It's like, reach out to me. What are you yeah. working on? I'll show you what, what I've done. And yeah, I, say- I, I think that, you know, the, the, the whole concept, you know, it's, uh, we're competing against each other, but there's, there's so much business out there to be had. And there's, and the level of expertise and professionalism in that group, when you're all sharing together, that increases. And there's always more than enough business. And I think that that mindset of abundance, it comes back to benefit you so many times over and over again, is, which is exactly what you're talking about is having that culture you know, within your office, but then also having that culture with other agents that are outside of your office that you're networking with as well. Um, I think that 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 mindset of abundance, which is why you have a slide in Ninja, by the way, because, you know, people don't get into Ninja on slides because they have great production. They get into Ninja on slides because number one, they're go-givers, you know, and number two is they've figured out how to have a really great strategy to do something and they're willing to share it. And, and you do that. And so kudos to you. Well, thank you. Thank you for including me on that. Yeah. Um, so I want to wrap up with this last thing I would ask you is, uh, is there a podcast that you're listening to right now that you really like, that you really enjoy? I do. So uh, a, a, a dear friend of mine, his name is uh, Jared Lyman. He has a podcast called Money, It's Math and Mental. And he has been in banking forever, I think, since I've ever known him. And it is a great podcast on how to manage your money. You know, in my office, one of the things that we're talking about is, is financial literacy, um, I remember when I was in, you know, was it middle school where they had home ec? Mm-hmm. They teach you how to, you know, I think it was like bake a cake, make quesadilla. I'm like, trust me, no one is going to starve. We don't need to learn that. Um, what I think they should be teaching is, you know, how to manage your money. So his podcast breaks down so, so easy on these are tips on how to manage your money. And um, he asked me to be on his show to talk about, what you need to do or what resources are out there for you to be a first time home buyer, you know, with your credit right? and how much money you need to have down. And, you know, it, it was, it was awesome. And I, you know, hearing this podcast, I'm like, Oh, I should do that. You know, and I think I'm pretty good with managing my money, but it's like, Oh, that's good. So now, you know, my sister, you know um, you know, she's starting her career you know, she listens to it as well. And then she's like, Ooh, did you get that Excel spreadsheet from Jared on, you know, how to budget? And I was like, yep, I already got it. You already got it. So yeah. So that's, that's what I've been listening to. And it's, and it's been really, really great. And it's just these little insights are like, oh, that's good. And he's a, he, he's just a pleasure to listen to. So. Yeah. You know, it's, it's funny. I was just, uh, I have a son who's 17 and uh, he's getting ready to go to college. And we were just talking about uh, things that I would have done at a younger age. And one of the things that we uh, we underestimate is uh, the power of compounding interest. Yes. Uh, and, and, and the power of putting money away at a young age and doing it consistently over and over and over again. And then having somebody who really understands how to leverage that money and make it work for you. And uh, I love that. So I'm going to, I'll put that in the show notes as well. So it's, it's called money, uh, money, math, and mental, right? It's money. It's math and mental. Money. It's math and mental. All yeah. right. I will and put that in there as well. Yeah. And it's Jared Lyman. 
Jared Lyman. Okay. How do you spell L-I? L-Y-M-A-N. L-I-M-A-N. Okay. I will put that in the show notes as well. Well, Mark, anything else uh, you'd like to say to our listeners before we, uh, before we, we end? Uh, any, any other little nuggets or words of wisdom? It takes a lot of work to make this successful and you have to be consistent. That's, that's really what it is. Yeah. And, you know, and I guess the other thing is um, stay, stay on top of everything that is out there, how the world is changing and constantly look at how to improve what you're doing, you know, because the world is changing so, so quickly, especially, I mean, we all experienced it last year that, you know, I had these great printed presentations. I was like, yep, not going to work. Not going to work now. So it's like, how quickly can you adapt to that? And I know that change is not easy for everyone, but that's the only consistent thing. So it's how, you know, how much better can you get at adapting to change and going with the flow? Um, You know, I've had moments where my sister says something and I'm just like, why do it that way? And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm getting old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, we know there's one thing that's consistent and that is change. Exactly. I can guarantee you things are going to change. I mean, it's just how it works. Yes. So that's it. That's it. And if somebody wanted to reach out to you, what's the best way to get a hold of you, Mark? Uh, best way to get a hold of me is just give me a call or send me a text. Uh, my phone number is 206-960-6275. Perfect. Well, hey, Mark, I want to thank you again uh, for being on our podcast. I really appreciate it. Uh, you're such a go-giver. And uh, I would just want to say thank you. Well, thank you very much for inviting me and for having me be on your show. I appreciate All right. it. Hey, everybody. uh, Thank you so much. If you like what we're doing, let us know. Uh, If you like what we're doing, forward this on, share it with somebody. And just remember this, uh, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day. Thanks so much. We want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. If you found this content interesting, please feel free to share it and give us a rating. Also, if you're a real estate agent with an epic idea and you're doing something great to create great client service or work-life balance, or maybe both, please reach out to us at fanning at windermere.com. And we always end our podcast by saying, be awesome and help somebody and make it a great day.